What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Chell Stars podcast. Today's going to be a good one for you guys as we collectively just did our fantasy draft over the weekend, which was a great success for a lot of great us. Success. <laughs> yes, sir. Not to mention Perfect. that the NHL is back in full form. Um, three games last night went on. We're going to be talking about a couple. Well, we're also going to be going through our. Uh, we're so funny. Our fantasy. Yeah, uh, that was so hard. <laughs> Keep going. It's fine. Don't listen to the haters. Oh, you lost. I lost track. Block fantasy out the board. haters. You said we're going through fantasy. So hard after. Everything's all right. Okay. Keep going, Mikey. You got this. That's all I got. Okay. Well, I'll just basically intro myself in to the news. Uh, wow. Okay. Um, we'll kind of rip through these news here. Um, the few signings that happened over the last week um some that just happened the other day and one that happened today 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 um so we can start with the pair that happened well two pairs i guess these are um but this one they are identical and that's coming out of winnipeg uh they trifly hellebuck have been involved in a lot of rumors uh really since they had a little bit of a colossal ending to their playoffs and what yeah um so but they are off the market they both signed seven year contracts uh each 8.5 mil per year uh so they are basically officially off the market and will be there until they are both i believe 38 or 39 years old uh yikes i mean how do we feel about this one guys it surprised me for sure that both of them ended up staying. Um, I don't think it's the best move on Winnipeg's part to lock them both up for so long. Like you said, they're going to be 38, 39 when that contract ends. I feel like there's just no way it works out. Um, so I probably would have preferred to see them try to deal one of them and keep the other. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see how this plays out in a few years. It's uh, surprising, like Aaron said. Uh, I think it's a little bit similar to the JT Miller signing in Vancouver last year. Um, Kind of players in the same point of their career. I think, I mean, on one hand, Winnipeg, you got to look at, like, the return they would have gotten from trading these players wouldn't have been a lot considering it's in their last years. Um, So you keep an asset in that regard. However, it is a long-term and a lot of dollars, and I'm not too sure the direction of the Jets. Obviously, they're still trying to compete with these signings, but I don't know if that's realistic. Hard to say. Yeah, I agree with that. I think uh, I think the Hellebuck was a good deal because he offers a bit more value being a Vesna winning goaltender who can steal games for you. But Shifley, I thought that was a bit of an overpay. But I get what they're doing. Like. Like Corey said, their the returns not going to equate what that player is going to do for them right now, and trading away those players is going to put them out of a playoff spot, and that's going to put them in a tough position as a team that 
can afford to stay afloat because they make the playoffs or because they're entertaining to watch 50 or 60 games a year. So that's kind of my view on it. Yeah. Yeah. Some good points there. Um, so, yeah, we can move on to the next ones here. Uh, we got a pair out of Buffalo. They have locked up their two cornerstones on defense. Uh, Darlene getting an eight-year deal worth $11 million per year. Damn. And Owen Power. That's... Yeah, damn, indeed. And Owen Power getting seven years at 8.35. Uh, these guys obviously way different in comparison when you look at the ages compared to the Winnipeg ones. Uh, but 24 and 21 for them. So Buffalo locking in that core and uh, I like them. I think, especially with the cap going presumably up uh, in their, over the next few years, these will obviously get better. And I think they're oh one of the better younger, younger cores in the league. So, yeah, I think it's exciting for them and good on Buffalo for once. <laughs> yeah, I think it's kind of important to consider the cap increasing because you look at Dolan's right now and I think he's... This makes him the second highest paid defender, if I'm not wrong, I believe. Uh, He's up there anyways. But like you said, this is right before they all know this is probably coming. So in a couple years, he's kind of going to slot into probably a more reasonable position. Or by then, maybe he's going to have a Norris under his belt and he'll have earned this money. But I think it's worth it. Obviously, they want to lock in these people when they can. So yeah, I agree. Good move for Buffalo to sign these two to long deals. Yeah, they're they're great deals. It's one of Kyle, as you say, one of those show me what you can do kind of deals. Mm-hmm. I I like these deals. I think I think Buffalo's in a position where they have to take some chances and have any other chances that they've taken on their young players not worked yet. I think every single one of them's panned out, so what would be the others? <laughs> Tage Thompson, he got a long deal. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought there was one more guy. Cut Hold on. Cousins. Cousins got a long deal too, didn't he? Yeah, I believe so. <clears throat> yeah, D- Dylan Cousins got a huge deal, um, and he had a really good season last year. We'll see if he can care or can follow it up this year. Um, so, so far, so good. Oh, and then Matthias Samuelson as well. Oh, yeah. Pure defensive defenseman, but at $4.2 million, I think that'll be a good deal for him long term as well. So, yeah. I like the cap management. Yeah, I do. Uh, To clarify, this deal for Darlene starts next season. Um, if you were to look at it right now, uh, he would be tied for the second highest paid okay. defenseman. Uh, Eric, Carlson, Eric Carlson. Eric Carlson's at eleven point five. And the second. Oh, okay. Is... And he'd be tied with Drew Doughty. Yeah. So when nice. you look at that, you kind of think that <laughs> yeah. it's eleven million. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a shade higher than Seth Jones. <laughs> yeah. Then there's a whole block of uh, D. Blank. What? No. Okay. A block. Yeah. Sure. A I whole heard bunch Blanc. Of, Thank you. A Blanc? 
<laughs> yeah, whole blanc yeah. of B uh, at like nine and a half mil, nine mil. So cool. All right, well, as Mikey mentioned at the intro uh, and last episode, we were conducted our fantasy draft over the past weekend. Uh, almost all of us made it in, in person. I mean, all of us here <laughs> in this podcast uh, made it in person. Uh, what well, we did were, mention... Oh. Were you going to just skip over Bedard or... <laughs> oh, yeah. We could do that. <laughs> Let's do that first. Whoops, I... Default, I was looking Such at a, a different page. player, you know. Uh, he's totally forgettable. Yeah. Score not, not electric. Yeah, no goal. Proper rookie scores four goals in his debut. <laughs> All right. Anyways, well, I know a few of us here watched the game. I'm not sure, but you, Mikey and Corey, did you happen to watch Bedard's debut yesterday? Uh, I just watched it while uh, on the TV while I was uh, at work, so I just caught uh, snippets here and there. Did you Man. see Bedard much? <laughs> you know what? Um, it was hard, but I, you know, I kept my eye out, and uh, I really liked seeing um, the camera pan to Bedard when Chicago scar- scored. I liked seeing the camera pan to Bedard when <laughs> Pittsburgh scored. I liked seeing the camera pan to Bedard. Uh, when anything, literally, the puck moved anywhere on the ice, it was what is Bedard's reaction? And uh, <laughs> do you have an issue with this? Do I have an issue with this? Yeah. <laughs> it's a little bit annoying. I mean, it's kind of funny, kind of laughing at it. They're really selling it hard. I think, yeah, one of my favorite parts, like just kind of just preface how that game was going to go, just with the focus on Bedard was during the rookie skate at the very beginning. I don't know if any of you caught this. The ESPN announcers panned to Bedard only, obviously. And it's like, oh, there's Bedard with somebody else on the ice with him. Didn't even name the second rookie. <laughs> with the other guy. <laughs> so sad. I, someone else. Yeah. That's going to be him for the year. Poor guy. I, th- yeah. I think I'm in the minority here, but I love all the pl- pl- publicity that they're giving Bedard. I think that the NHL does a terrible job at marketing their stars, and this is the first time that they're actually trying to show more than the hockey world this exciting new player. And I think that's why there's a little bit of this sort of like people are, I don't know if annoyed at it is the right word, but they're just not used to it. So it hockey, feels a little oh, bit in your hockey face. culture, it's yeah, yeah, it's just not what we're used to. I think if they just do this more with more people, it would be better. But... It also couldn't be. It couldn't have been a more interesting person than Bedard. Like watching his interviews, wow. <laughs> Especially, I think there was like a there was like a pregame interview. I think it was him and Crosby, and it's like uh... <laughs> the most personality, <laughs> right? Tell how like well seasoned Crosby is at the awkward like fake media conversations, and Bedard just looks so scared still. But he's yeah, very well spoken. It's like, yeah. Yeah, Bedard, I, I saw an interview that said that he idolized um, how Crosby deals with the media and studied it a lot. So <laughs> I'm sure we'll have a lot of candid, interesting interviews for years, <laughs> for decades to come. Mm. Yeah. As much as there's a lot of things we can't, say, give the NHL credit for, I feel like planning that opening night, having it a Crosby versus Bedard and their whole pregame leading up to it and then the first face off is kind of like a handover i don't know that was pretty cool that was a good that was a good start to that game 
the hand over that the guard lost. Yeah, in Bedard's words, he failed miserably at the face off. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Max, we watched the game together. What did you think about Bedard's performance? He was, like, I mean, I know it was already the joke going into it, but he's literally the center of the Chicago's <laughs> team. Like, power play, they were constantly dishing it to him, and he was still getting double teamed. Uh, I think he had, like, 12 or 13 shot attempts. Mm -hmm. uh, like, five on target, but... That's pretty crazy. He was, I feel like it's, it's at the same time, he was really, uh, you know, shy on shooting in the first period. So clearly in the second and third, he was just kind of really throwing it around. Um, but I think it was pretty good. I wasn't expecting a lot. I know he was going against Crosby and he was getting line matched against him a lot. So for him to come out with a win is pretty, pretty crazy, actually. Mm -hmm. For sure, yeah. yeah. No, that was that was. Uh, I just like watching him how and how he handled the puck and everything. Um, he wasn't acting like a rookie out there, which was awesome. He was he was way more involved. Yeah, and you can already see how much teams are gonna target him, put pressure on him. Like Max said, the whole time on the power play. They had at least one guy playing a little bit out of position, pressuring just Bedard. There was always two people on him. Yeah, he's going to obviously be pressured a lot this year, but it kind of seems like he knows how to work around it. Like you said, he passed a lot more. Yeah, that's for sure. Okay. Am I good to move on now? Yeah. Yeah, thanks for <laughs> thanks your for fantasy <laughs> introduction. All right. Um... Anyways, so what we didn't mention uh, during last episode and is that we actually conducted our own uh, fantasy awards, which <laughs> which kind of is a summary of last year's fantasy uh, season, not including playoffs. Um, this is something I created myself, uh, kind of gathering all the stats of how everyone did, as well as uh, making up some questions uh, for everyone in the league to vote on uh i'm gonna start right away with being uh well actually even i think this is right after last episode when i was mentioning it to the guys here uh and Corey mentioned that this should be a drinking game <laughs> uh so if you lose an award or whatever you drink oh, I immediately... I'm, I'm not drinking again <laughs> yeah <laughs> i immediately was like well, I already had this created, so I immediately knew, oh, this is going to be a lot of drinking. Uh, so I was all for it. Mikey, I gotta say, I may have picked on you a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man, it is what it is. But I can't say that the awards weren't really, you know, you, you kind of played I didn't, yourself. I didn't, come, I didn't come dead last, did I? Well, no, that's someone fantasy. else here. Not last year. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know if there was any highlights from the fantasy awards you guys had. I'd love to hear it. I know we had a very fun time laughing away at some of our fails. And Rayhan, who just smoked us pretty much in every good category. 
I think my favorite thing was the awful memes and the awful photoshops that you made. <laughs> Mostly of Rehan on a vulture's body. That was hilarious. <laughs> That's a pretty good highlight. Yeah. What was your favorite part of the awards night, Mikey? Spending time with my friends. Aww. Oh. So sweet. It was that and the that and the pickup truck. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we might have to share a couple of those on our Instagram because they were pretty good. Uh, they were quality. Mike, did you put the pickup truck trucks. one on the Instagram? I. Uh, I don't like any or an in oh, in the story? story. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. It, it probably was. No, maybe. Mikey likes his uh, pickup trucks. What can we say? <laughs> yeah, they're nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you guys want to see Austin Matthews' uh, hat trick? I'm like deep into this, bro. <laughs> <laughs> was that? Tying goal, a hat trick goal, or yeah, yeah. Oh wow! Currently, the Habs and Toronto game is in overtime. <laughs> Montreal's on a power play. For all those listening in the future, that's what we're distracted <laughs> by. Let's keep the commentary going. No. Samsonov's actually stopping pucks. Decent. What a pickup by me. <laughs> in overtime. In overtime. He wasn't doing that during the game. <laughs> Thank goodness he's doing it now. I don't want a loss on his record. I'm good with a good with an overtime win. What were you gonna say about the fantasy draft, Maxwell? What was the topic there? Well, I mean, it was really open air for you guys. Um, obviously, six team league, so our teams are pretty stacked. It's hard to say exactly who had the worst draft, at least early on, who reached for anyone. It's kind of that time will tell with that. Um, I'd like to hear some of your guys' opinions on your teams. I know, Corey, you drafted Bedard, so so yes. far you can probably be happy. I am happy. <laughs> yes. Two points in two games? That's pretty good. Already a point per game, and uh, only getting better, so... That's yeah. true. And the rest of your team, who are you who are you most excited for? Who who do you think you stole this draft? That's a good question. I will think about it for one moment. Sounds good. <laughs> he stole one every moment. centerman. Yeah, every first line centerman. <laughs> yeah. Duel. <clears throat> Max, do you have any uh any shows? Oh, Yo, I drafted Matthews. This is awesome. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh, you I like Matthews that. so far. Dude, I have two fantasy teams and I'm already messed up on them. I I'll get it eventually, but that's that's the that's the biggest hurdle about starting the season is remembering who yes. is on your team and who's oh, not. Yeah. Because last year you'd cheer for a guy, but this year you gotta cheer against a guy. <laughs> well not cheer against, but just not cheer for. So that's where I'm at. So you say you messed up your draft. How so? Who? You. You said you I pretty much already... Well, you said you have two teams this year and you've already kind of... Confused. I've, ju 
I oh, just confused, confused the two. two. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. I did have one bad mess up in my other league. I was, I was, what was that? Bedard's, dude, Bedard's sister is gorgeous. Um, <laughs> in my other league, I was going to go pick a player and then I was like running out of time. So I picked Markstrom who I wanted. Um, but I left Kuzmenko on the board and then Kuzmenko got picked right after. So I'm really upset that I didn't pick Kuzmenko. That was in the... Um, that was in like a middle round. Yeah, in the eighth round, I could have picked Kuzmenko in a fourteen-team league, and I picked Markstrom instead. Oh, so brutal! But we're fine. Um, in my Chell Stars league, though, super happy with my draft. I think I got a lot of players that are like sneaky good. So that's kind of what I'm going for. Um, let's see if it pans out. I don't know. It's it's, yeah. I have a lot of, I have a lot of good, solid middle six players. I find I, I don't have the first line centers that Corey covets. <laughs> I do. I have Matthews, Heischer, and Stutzla, but I don't have a lot of the other first lines. Oh, and Barkov. What? <laughs> okay. Other listen, than that, I don't have any first line centers. Listen to listen to these first line centers here. <laughs> <clears throat> Braden Point, Connor Bedard. Uh, Nugent Hopkins is not first line center, but he's still 100 points. One um, season. Calm down. About to be two seasons. Oh, uh, nice shootout shot. Mikey's not paying attention to the podcast. Jack Eichel, Sebastian Ajo, Elias Pettersson, Clayton Keller, Mark Shifley, Matt Barzell. Throw in wingers. Matthew Kachuk, Mitch Marner. <laughs> I have also at center Martin Natchez. Then my D, Kale McCarr, Quinn Hughes, Charlie McAvoy, Thomas Chabot. I only need 4D. I don't even need any more. <laughs> Johnny Goudreau, Jared McCann at wing. Stacked. Stacked. The only, like, my, like, my only questionable is Connor Bedard, who is unquestionable <laughs> and, and who are your goalies yeah my goalies are uh, former two time Vesna award winner Sergei Bobrovsky okay and goaltender <laughs> he has no accolades just goaltender UC Soros former child UC Soros <laughs> Or I think he's Vesna nominated UC Soros. So, you know, yeah, not the strongest in that, but, you Dude, know. Dude, UC Soros is so good. I love yeah. him. Don't, well, don't I'll, hate. I'll trade you. Who do you got? I got Gior- Georgiev, Samsonov, and Markstrom. Okay. You don't, you don't want any of them. That's fine. <laughs> I want Georgiev. Yeah, nobody's getting Gorgiev. <laughs> He's going to be my MVP guest for the year. Are you sure? Do you need a center? I have several. I At one point, I was drafting too many centers. I'm like, Kyle, stop drafting centers, which is why I started going for like decent wingers. Not like excellent wingers, just decent wingers. Hmm. <laughs> Did Toronto win? Unfortunately. 
Oh, that's a W from Samsonov. That's perfect. Yeah. Anybody else want to talk about their fantasy teams? Max, Aaron, you guys happy? Yeah, I mean, honestly, I never leave the draft super happy. I don't think one season I've left being like, yeah, I love my team, even in the seasons that I've ended up winning. So as of right now, I'm happy with how how well-rounded positionally my team is. Like I have, unlike Corey, not very many (laughs) strip centers. I have a good variety of stronger left wings, right wings, good defense on the bench that could be really good or could disappoint. You never know. It's just so early. But right now, it's looking okay, I think. Aaron, if you need a center, just come talk to me. Yeah, I might need one a little bit later. <laughs> Give you a defense. It's a little bit crazy how many centers there are in the league or how many of the best players are centers. I always get shocked by that when we do these drafts. Max, I know you always overanalyze everyone's teams. <laughs> Who do you think has the best team so far? I overanalyze? What? You're usually looking at everyone's teams and analyzing. Yeah, you're into it. Uh, I know I was really liking your draft up until, until halfway through, <laughs> uh, literally halfway through when you, you started making some questionable ones in my opinion. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> and I think I know the exact point when you kind of knew it too, cause you were like, what the, <laughs> I think I, think I drafted, to like I think I drafted nurse or Claude Giroux and I was like, I don't know what I'm doing anymore. Yeah, so that was exactly halfway. <laughs> exactly. You're too, you're too busy. Jamming. It was actually Britney Sick. Spears. Britney okay, Spears that's how it was. <laughs> yeah. So that, that's fair then. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, it should be an interesting season. I'm looking forward to it. I hope I don't end up in the basement again. I hope it's Ray Han or Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, it's hard to say who has the best team. Uh,. Time will tell. Absolutely. So far, so good this week. <laughs> yeah, Bedard is my best player. <laughs> Did he just score? I'm behind a few seconds. Oh, no. Well, he absolutely ripped a uh, wraparound goal today. <laughs> Just sniped it bottom corner. <laughs> yep. More wraparound goals than Ovi has. And he's only played two NHL games. Apparently. Wait, yeah. That's a, <laughs> that's a stat. That's a spot. Ovi has never scored a wraparound goal. Hmm. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I think that's it for the fantasy talk here. Um, we'll be sure to update you throughout the season and how our teams are doing. Absolutely. We'll get into some player awards and team awards real quick. We'll just rip through a few because uh, I think we all want to go watch hockey very quickly. <laughs> yep. So for the Hart Trophy MVP of the season... All you guys have McDavid. You guys think Kenny's going to repeat. Um, I don't know how many repeat MVP winners there are, but I don't think it's a lot. I think if a player wins MVP, they have to do 
amazing things to win it the next year. So I chose Ilya Sorokin um, as my MVP. I think, like I said a couple episodes ago, Islanders always find a way to get in, and Sorokin will be... Um, Sorokin will be the reason why. Into the Norris. We got Max and Aaron. You guys are looking at Dallin as your... Yeah, Norris I'm, pick. I'm going with the, an exciting option in Dallin. I think he had a really good year last year, and I think Buffalo was just such an offensive like powerhouse last season, so I think they're going to continue that. And I think he got a fair bit of votes, if I'm, not, if I'm not mistaken, so I think he'll continue that into this year. Yeah, yeah. pretty much same for me. Like, It's kind of unfortunate that the Norris is kind of just like the most points defenseman award, but... <laughs> Because because that is kind of how it seems to go, I agree. I think Buffalo as a whole is going to do better this year with his big contract signed. I think he has more to prove. So, yeah, same page. I think he's just going to have a better year than he did before, and that improvement's going to make the difference. Nice. And Corey, Mikey, you guys are liking Makar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had uh, he was missed some time last year. I think he's going to be back and have a killer year this year. Mikey, anything to add? Uh, no, he's the best defenseman in the NHL, so he should be able to pick up that trophy if he's able to play all of the games he should play. Right from the horse's mouth, I love it. He's also um, he's also the second best player in the NHL. I would agree with that. Yeah, second most dynamic, I'd say. And yet you didn't pick him, Kyle, because <laughs> he doesn't favor well in our leagues. If he scores no, no, seventy points, you didn't point. pick him as the Norris winner. Oh, yeah, I chose Fox because I drafted Fox in fantasy, so okay. I, gonna, All right. I think he's wow. going to rip it up this year. I think he's going to play really good two-way game as well. I think Makar will score more points. I think Makar might even, um, yeah, hit hit like 25 goals, 50 assists kind of thing. That would be sweet, maybe even point per game. Uh, but I think Fox will be right there with him. And, uh, yeah, I think, I think Fox because I drafted him. Calder, we all got Bedard. Enough said, I think. I, I, I want to throw uh, runner Rob Devin Levi in in there. Mm. Nice. How close do you think it'll be? Closer than you think. <laughs> Closer than I think. Okay. That's subjective. <laughs> Next, we got Art Ross, most points scored. You guys are all thinking McDavid again. You guys probably think it's not even going to be close. Is that correct? Why do you have Dreisaitl over McDavid, Kyle? <laughs> yeah. Because I think a few years ago, Dreisaitl was... Didn't Dreisaitl beat McDavid in points? He just got a little bit of a lead and, and he just that's, remained a few points ahead of him every single because- year. McDavid so, was injured that year. Okay, so I think Drysaddle is gonna get more points by the end of the season. So I wrote Drysaddle. <laughs> Could I be wrong? Yes. Could I be right? Also, yes. I really don't have a good reason. I just didn't want to put McDavid as well. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. <laughs> um, Richard. Rock Richard Trophy. Um, we got a little split here. Corey, you got 
something other than McDavid. <laughs> yeah, I got Austin, Austin, Pappy, Matthews. Um, yeah, he's a goal scorer. That's his thing. Uh, I think he'll return return to uh, elite form. Um, and I think Toronto will score a lot of goals this year. Um, and he's had more high goal scoring years league leading than McDavid. Absolutely. So that's why yeah. I went with that one. Absolutely. And McDavid, do you guys have anything to add for him? Aaron, Max, and Mikey all had him. I mean, just it's McDavid. I think it's self-explanatory. I think the one thing that McDavid has going with him is that Drysaddle is also going to be really close up there. So that, I think, is going to just boost McDavid a little bit farther than Matthews in that sense. But Exactly. Yeah. Drysaddle is going to be right up there. But not quite Good. there. Good, yeah. good, good stuff, Aaron. Anyways, uh, Maxwell, anything on that? It's, uh, it's McDavid. Uh, Sounds good. Yeah, <laughs> I got Pasternak. Um, somebody's gonna have to put the puck in the net in Boston, and I think Pasternak knows he has to perform at a higher clip, more effort than he had previous years where. Bergeron would just go give him the puck and then set him up. So I think Pasternak's gonna gonna be firing on all, on all cylinders. And plus, he had sixty goals last year. If you if he even gets sixty again, then I think that will secure the the Richard. Hmm. Next, we got Vesna Trophy. We have Shosturkin for Aaron and Mikey. What do you guys got to say about that? You think he's poised for another great season i'd say so yeah i think he's on a really good team um i think they're gonna do well the rangers and i think they're gonna rely heavily on him so he's gonna play a lot of games and that's gonna help him make his case a little bit more than some of these goalies that will split starts a bit more and i think if yeah. they're gonna close out the division he's gonna be one of the main reasons for it absolutely it definitely won't be jonathan quick that's for sure <laughs> no <laughs> mikey you got anything to add no, he's just the best goalie in the league. It's pretty self-explanatory, but I think the other two goalies that you guys mentioned on your um, predictions, it could easily go to any one of those goalies. I think it'll be top three for them. Absolutely. Um, Corey Maxwell, you guys got the otter. The otter, yes. I think it's going to be a really big season for Dallas uh, and Ottinger is just that workhorse for him and I wouldn't say I. I don't think enough people talked about him last year as well as he did. I know he kind of struggled in the playoffs, I believe, but I think this year he'll be even better. Um, and what a great draft pick that was, and what a great draft year it was for him that year. My goodness. Um, yeah, just to add to what Max said, um, I mean he's a workhorse for that team, and I also think it's going to be a big year for Dallas. So. Yeah, I just agree with everything Max said. <laughs> Agreed. Nice. <laughs> I, I, I think you guys are on to something with Dallas having a big year. Um, everything's bigger in Texas. Everything's bigger. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Now we're going to go to what we think will happen team-wise. Team um, Max, you go first. Who's your... Eastern Conference champs, Western Conference champs, and then 
your ultimate winner for the year. Man, they should call them that instead of the Stanley Cup championship. Ultimate winner. Ultimate winner. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can start oh, and, off with... And, oh. and throw your president's trophy in there too, sorry. to, to That's pretty much exactly what I was going to go to. Yeah, my ultimate winner of the regular season is going to be Dallas uh, winning the president's trophy. I don't. I think he'll, they'll have a lot of competition, though. I think Colorado definitely matches pretty well against them. Uh, and then there's uh, the bloodbath in the East. Enough said. Uh, but I, ca- I have coming out of the West, uh, Colorado, actually. Uh, I think just a little heavier, just a little bit more playoff experience. Um, you know, I think I'm still going to take them and I'd cheer for them a little bit more anyways. Uh, and then coming out of the East, I have Carolina. And I think this would be one hell of a Stanley Cup final. Dallas, or that, Colorado, Carolina, the double C. Uh, I think it would be really good. Four lines rolled, like both heavy defense, very good decors. And I think overall, I finally have Carolina winning it. Nice. Aaron, what do you got for your season playing out? Yeah, so my presence trophy is the same. It's Dallas as well. I agree with just the East being a bit too much of a bloodbath for somebody to come out of that division on top. So I think Dallas is just kind of sneak in there a little bit and secure that. Um, but then in classic President's Trophy fashion, I don't have them making it to the end of the playoffs. <laughs> I have Edmonton as our Western Conference champs and New Jersey in the East. Um, yeah, both teams that I think have improved a lot in the last few years, and it's time for them to have a good run, and I think this is going to be the year. Uh, Edmonton, I have as our Stanley Cup champions. I think the East is going to be such a tight, grueling battle that whoever comes out of the West is going to take the championship. That's going to be my prediction. Even if it's not Edmonton, I think it's going to be a Western Conference team this year. They'll be a little bit healthier, maybe. Maybe not quite so long, grueling series, and I'm hoping for a Canadian team, so I'm going with Edmonton. Nice. First one in, was that 30 years? <laughs> I don't even want to know. Yeah. Um, Mikey, I'll come at you next. Let us know how your season's going to play out. Uh, President's Trophy, I have the New Jersey Devils. They are a team with a, at least 30 plus I, I mean sorry at least five plus people who can score 30 goals or more I should say um so their offense shouldn't be a problem they have good great goaltending in Vanacek you know how much I love him oh, um so I'm gonna put him up there I'll put him up there for the president's trophy um they just added to Foley as well too so that's a big help for them um I got for Western Conference champions I have the Avalanche pretty self-explanatory They've been the best team around for the last couple of seasons. It's hard not to go for them. Um, my Eastern Conference is Carolina. It always seems to be Carolina or the Rangers, I would say, are like the top two teams that are coming out of there. Um, and it's not really a surprise when you do see them like, themselves all the way through the playoffs and almost make the cup. And then my final cup winner going to be a little back-to-back year for Vegas. They looked... Really dominant 
yesterday against Seattle from what I watched. Um, and they haven't changed up their team too much. So I can only predict great things, especially with a healthy Jack Eichel. Mikey, I have a follow-up nice. question. Yeah. So, yes, go for it. I'm just curious how Vegas is going to win the Stanley Cup without winning a conference championship. They're not winning the West, but they're winning the Cup. Oh, I don't know. I just put them in there. I didn't even put them in Touche. Enough said. Gives you better Vegas odds, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's just Vegas rigging the, the... <laughs> from out of nowhere. <laughs> okay, Corey, let's run through your season. Uh, yeah, <clears throat> President's Trophy. Uh, I got Stars in the West, Rangers in the East. Um, you can say they'll tie, sure, but I think those two, those teams are the top. Uh, we'll have great regular regular seasons. Uh, in terms of playoffs, we have, uh, once again, as a prediction from me, we got the oil, the Oilers in the West and the Hurricanes in the East. I think it'll be, once again, a 2006 Stanley Cup rematch. Um, however, this time, Edmonton will prevail. Uh, and there you have it. It's going to be right one of these years. <laughs> I was gonna say, I feel like this is deja vu all over again. I think it's like the third time I've made this prediction. So the I'm odds gonna... are, eventually, it will happen. <laughs> Ex- exactly. One that. day. Exactly that. Yeah. <laughs> You've been making that prediction since 2006 or 2005 <laughs> or whenever it was. Um, I'll run through mine real quick. I think Oilers are gonna get some good goaltending and just fly through this regular season winning the president's trophy i think we're going to be seeing dallas um, and rangers facing off in the cup final and dallas taking it home i really want pavelski to get his cup um that's really all i shouldn't cheer for dallas because i'm an avalanche fan but man i just yeah i sorry you're doing it on purpose yeah, yeah, and and I like the little bit reverse psychology that I'm putting out into the universe because <laughs> when Colorado won, I don't think I guessed them to win it, so that was perfect. Okay, we're getting there. Um, we'll try to speed up the process so then everyone can get back to watching hockey like we want to do. Um, first, we're going to go through the Dundies. Um, <laughs> we'll start with the first coach fired. Corey, who do you got? Uh, I got. I originally had Rick Bonus off Winnipeg, um, which I guess would be my would be my selection for most likely. However, I think the um, Sheldon Keefe is is very likely if Toronto does not have a good start to their year. That's um, fair. I think they'll pull the trigger very soon because this is make it or break it for Toronto. So I got Bonus on the Jets, Keefe on the Leafs. I don't know if anybody knows off the top of their head, but didn't Keith just sign an extension in the offseason? I think he did, if I remember A couple-year extension, but Toronto has money to burn, so that's not a huge obstacle for them. Yeah, Especially I think. with their situation with Nylander coming up, yeah, they got to win now. Yeah, like If they're outside of the playoffs towards Christmas, and knowing that fan base and everything, like they'll be calling for changes hard. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Max, who do you got? I have a fellow Canadian team uh, in Ottawa. I have a DJ Smith 
Uh, he's been there a while. He's kind of gone through their whole rebuild. And now that they're and just kind of, now they're good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now <laughs> that now that there's more expectations, that's the real key thing here. They had a, you know, decent summer, in my opinion. But I think there's just a lot of expectations on their shoulders now to finally actually kind of take that step forward. And if he's not up to it, it you know, if it could be 10, 15 games in, if they don't have a good start, then you can easily see him being on the chopping block, uh, especially if some of their top players are not doing so well. That's so true. He he dodged it last year. Exactly. Because their yeah. expectations were high going to last season. Yeah. And with... this, uh, this is his last chance. Really I his make That's or break a really year. Good pick. That's a really yeah. good pick. Um, <laughs> yeah. Aaron, we have the same person. We do. Tell me your thought process on this one. It's funny because now listening to the arguments for these other guys, I'm like, oh, yeah, maybe those were some good choices, too. Um, I like Keith. I think that's a really good option. But, yeah, I have Brube. Um, I think St. Louis has just been a little bit mediocre for too long. And eventually something has to happen. So kind of similar reasons. I think if they are off to a slow start, they're out of the playoffs... Like you just, you just got to make a change. So I could see them doing that earlier rather than later to try to save things. Yeah, I find him a really vocal coach in the media too. There was last season when he called out his entire team for not putting in any effort. And then Robert Thomas came out and was like, we're trying. We're just not succeeding. So <laughs> if that happens again and he starts to rub people the wrong way, which is totally possible. He's a great coach, but he's been with the, that group of guys for a very long time and it might just be the end of the road if if they put it back in the media this year next is next sorry i was saying that's a good pick as well i like all of these next one is most losses uh for goaltender who do you think aaron you and you and maxwell share Share the share the pick here. Who's phoning? Corey has a lot of fans. Sponsorship phoning. Yeah, Max and I both have Gibson. Um, probably for similar reasons. I mean, they're just not a very good team. They get a lot of shots against, and Gibson plays a lot of games. So I think he's going to get a lot of losses. Max? Yeah. I really wanted to choose... Uh... Uh, Kakinen out of San Jose, but they also have Blackwood. So I think, in a way, they're going to split starts and split the losses. Uh, <laughs> so I'm going with the other uh, Pacific team with the guy who will play way more and lose. <laughs> nice. Uh, for this one, I got Mers Lickens. I think Columbus is going to... They don't really have a backup goalie, honestly, so... Hey... Spencer Martin. Hey, Spencer, Spencer Martin is totally a... Disrespect, a yeah. Former athlete in this league. Um, barely. Fuck. Um, so I think Merce Lickens is going to get a lot of starts. I don't think Columbus is going to necessarily make the playoffs, so I think he'll be down there. Corey, you had Kakinen. No, I did not. Mikey had oh, Kakinen. Oh, Mikey had Kakinen, sorry. <laughs> did, oh, I'm looking at the wrong list. Corey, did you have a goalie that you thought was going to have the most losses? No, I was trying to think of it. Um, 
wasn't really sure. Maybe had Mrazek possibly, but I think your guys got some good choices. So I'll just piggyback off of, uh, let's say Aaron's choice. Aha! Uh-huh. Not Max's choice. Not mine. <laughs> so sad. Next, we'll go for the green jacket of NHL. Uh, last year's yes. winner was Andrew Peaky, I believe. Negative forty-one. <laughs> Um, who do you guys got this year? Maxwell? Uh, this one was kind of tough. Uh, I went with Vlasic out of uh, San Jose purely because they have no defensemen anymore. It was kind of, I was looking at the six of them and picking out of them who's kind of probably going to play the most and be maybe healthy. And I kind of just went with him. So, so sad. Sorry. (laughs) Aaron? Yeah, I have Seth Jones for basically the exact same reasons. And I will pause for our first Canuck goal of the season. Very exciting. I didn't even see who scored. The man who's wanting out. Yikes. (laughs) Connor Garland making a case. (laughs) Am I right? Sorry, I'm not watching the game. I'm watching my my avalanche. That's fair. (laughs) Yeah, I think he's going to play... A lot of minutes and similar to Vlasic, uh, a lot of goals against when he's on the ice, unfortunately. So, yeah, he's my winner of the green jacket. Nice. Uh, I went with Provorov. I think that same reason Merzlikens is going to get the most losses (laughs) is Provorov's going to give the puck away a lot. He's not going to be playing as disciplined of a system as he did under Tortorella, so... I think that's going to translate to more giveaways and more negatives. Corey, do you have any input? I uh, know. I think you hit the nail on the head there. Sweet. Uh, last one we'll go over is going to be the biggest suspension, the real Dundee's Awards. Um, let's hear it, Aaron. Yeah, I have Jacob Truba coming in with the biggest suspension. I think he's become a little bit of a repeat offender lately um he always seems to very very narrowly miss getting suspended uh a lot of close calls so i think this is going to be the year where he finally crosses over the edge and does something that he can't get away with <laughs> i think i He's said that last year so but many this elbows is the to the head now that i yeah. think him, it's gonna happen now you sound like a leafs fan this is our <laughs> year or Canucks fan. I don't really want to be associated playoffs. with that, but yeah. <laughs> Maxwell, you got everyone's I favorite got offender. The good old easy pick here in Tom Wilson. I I think his last suspension was I don't know, at least five games, probably. I don't know. I just feel like he has such a big track record <laughs> where he does anything and it's probably gonna be at least yeah. probably like seven or eight at this point. Uh, <laughs> so that's my pick <laughs> last enough. year he wasn't healthy so i think this year if he, i think he is healthy now so it's say. overdue so he's due yeah he's healthy and he's gonna be back in the press box <laughs> <laughs> nice um for me i have max jones in anaheim there's a couple of players that i will watch occasionally and they're always just doing stupid things him and brendan lemieux are the two that just i do not like watching because they're always like just like in the middle of it for no reason it's like you're not they're like a poor man's brad marchand 
So, not even a poor man, a broke man's Brad Marchand. Jeez. Um, so, that's my pick, is Max Jones on this one. Because I think he'll get a lot of games played, whereas Lemieux won't. So That's fair. I saw yeah. that written down, and I was like, that's a wild one. <laughs> yeah. That makes yeah. sense. <laughs> exactly. Okay, now we're going to get into uh, our own team-specific... Colorado giving the puck away in the zone already. Um, yeah, we got our own team specific. We're gonna go over points. Who we think's gonna have the most points, goals, assists? Who, who's gonna be the MVP in our eyes and the unsung hero? So I'll rip through it first. Um, I think McKinnon's gonna have the most points and the most assists. I think Ranton's gonna have the most goals. I think. Georgiev's going to be our MVP. We have no backup goalies, so we're going to need that. That's <laughs> that consistent C from from Georgiev all season. Plus, he had an awesome season last year. I think it was totally under the radar, and I think he's going to do even better this year. And I think the unsung heroes getting Drew in in free agency. I think he's going to be up there. I think Ross Colton's also going to be taking over as our second line center by the end of the season. So those are my picks for unsung heroes. Okay, uh, Corey, we'll go at you first. Um, I think we can, if we're doing the Canucks, we can maybe go by categories. Sure, absolutely. So yeah. uh, I'll I'll. I'll, I'll I'll kick it off, and then uh, with the points. Points was a unanimous with all of us. We had Pedersen top in yeah. points. Um, if I had to go for a runner-up behind him, I would, I think, probably put Miller, which might be semi-unanimous. Um, I'd say Miller or Hughes. I would say Hughes, honestly, yeah. yeah. Hughes, yeah. I could see that as well. Um, I think for Pedersen, I mean, I see 90 to 100 points again. Um, I would assume that's an agreement. Yeah, <laughs> you're nailing it. Um, yeah, uh, for goals, um, Aaron, why didn't you take goals? You mean why didn't I take Pedersen for goals? No, I mean why don't you take uh, our goal predictions? Oh, why don't I do it? Yeah, for sure. So it looks like I'm the only one that made a different choice. You guys both have Pedersen. Um, hey, I have Rantanen. Well, okay. you're not included. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I picked Miller. Maybe a little bit of a out there pick because I think we all know Pedersen is the most likely to repeat a really strong season. But I think Miller is a close second when it comes to goals. I know PD kind of splits up the goals assists a little more. So I could see Miller sneaking in there and taking this. But I think it will be very close no matter what. Um, yeah, you guys both have Pedersen. Max, you want to reason why? <laughs> not because uh, that. I mean... I do have a reason, uh, and that's because I believe last year Pedersen only had like two or three power play goals, mm. and I think he's due. He, I think, honestly, it's a wild stat to track. I don't know where you would find it, but I feel like he probably hit the most posts in crossbars. <laughs> uh, so I think he's due for some luck on the power play, and I think that will just already boost his five on five v five play and scoring. So that'll make him for the most goals yeah that's a really good point yeah his his shooting percentage was consistent with all his other years too yeah 
So it wasn't like egregiously higher than other years. Perfect. And assists. Oh, it's unanimous unanimous again. again, So I think we can just (laughs) say we think Quinn Hughes is going to get a lot of assists and move on unless anyone wants to. (laughs) It's Quinn Hughes. Yeah. He's. uh, Did he lead the team last year in assists? I'm I'm almost positive he did. He he had a lot. He has like three goals and the rest are assists. So yeah. (laughs) Maybe he'll get a few more goals this year. That'd be nice. (laughs) Well, let's jump right into our team MVP then. Um, Yeah, all different for this one. That's good. All right. So I have Thatcher Demko, team MVP. Oh, just kidding. I was looking at Mikey's. You guys copying each other again. Well, I'm different. I have Demko. I think if he has a healthy season, they're going to rely on him a lot, like usual, to carry the team and save a lot of games for them. And I think if they're going to do good this year, they're going to need him to save a lot of games. And I hope that's going to happen. So I have him as our MVP. And you guys both. I like that answer. Uh, Demko's a good pick. If he is healthy and the Canucks want to do well, he is going to have to play, you know really well so i like that answer but i'm going with hughes i think with the captaincy he'll be leading the charge and if they actually do want to make the playoffs he'll be a very big reason for it uh if he plays on the penalty kill that means he'll play like all strengths so i think that'll even add to his uh mvp-ness of the team (laughs) good verb Thank you. Or whatever that is. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to say that, but I didn't know what the correct term was. <laughs> I said thank you anyways. <laughs> I think they'll pretty much need MVP seasons from all three to do well this yeah. year. Yeah. But I think, um, yeah, I mean, obviously, Demko, actually, I like the Demko pick from Aaron because he's going to be a good year. A great year from him is going to be so important. And I think Hughes right now is our MVP just he does so much for the team that they don't have on defense. So and the that's, a, that's, score a, that's a good one. Ooh. Two Ooh, this nothing. Time. I think that was Miller? No. Besser. It was Besser. The sniper. Ooh, good start. Nice. Campbell. Lastly, two, two guys, <laughs> unsung hero. This is a fun one. I like this one. This was a really yeah. tough one for me this year because my go to the last few years has been Garland. But this year, I kind of didn't think I should label him as a hero for the Canucks when he's trying to leave. Uh, so I want I mean, to blame him instead. Um, kind of a bit of a out there pick, but there's not really anybody that really stands out anymore for this for this award. Um, I think, like you guys kind of mentioned, the defense on the Canucks is not very deep to say the least. So I think he's going to slot in in a bit of a deeper role and fill a hole that they've had for a long time, and hopefully quietly do kind of the good standard defensive things that they've been missing yeah i like that i would like to say i suggested that to her because she struggled to find i struggled (laughs) and then he got mad at me for trying to copy him so i had to find something different (laughs) i i'm going with the newly Newly acquired acquired. yeah i don't even (laughs) thanks i don't even know if we talked about this last podcast or if it happened in the in you know from since the last one but anyways uh sam lafferty uh kind of a third fourth liner depending on where he is uh 
but I think it's this that bottom six forward that the Canucks really need right now, and that is size and speed, uh, both of which the Canucks do not have a lot of in their current group of forwards, and he brings a lot of penalty kill uh, ability with them, so I think he'll be a very nice addition, and I'm actually looking forward to seeing him play. Awesome. He had a lot of shorthand goals last year too. I forget what yeah, the number I think was. He was, but it was he was like, with Chicago. He was, top, yeah. he was like top ten, I think, in shorthanded goals. Jeez. Yeah. Um I went with uh D Giuseppe. Uh I think from what we saw last year, he can slot in easily in the top six. And you know, in the case of someone gets traded or someone gets hurt, I think he can slot in and be a pleasant surprise and provide some offense up front and maybe fill in on the power play if needed. Um, kind of like a Burroughs-esque uh, role. Or even a Yannick Hansen. Our... Yeah, he was the go-to <laughs> unsung hero back in the day. <laughs> yeah, legendary unsung hero. Um, <laughs> so how many years you can repeat being the unsung hero before your son. But... Unsung hero before yeah. your son. Yes. <laughs> First of yeah. Nathan McKinnon, let's go. <clears throat> um, yeah, Di Giuseppe. I really like that pick. I somehow forgot about him when I was trying to think of who to put here well, and then you wrote that down and I was like damn <laughs> I mean that's why he's unsung yeah fair enough <laughs> <laughs> literally <laughs> not sun enough oh I love this I love hockey guys this is so much fun what a good sport mm. yeah. well on that note I think we're gonna wrap things up so we can all get back to focusing on these games uh, not gonna lie I was doing that already here. yeah <laughs> yeah no trivia today unfortunately but we'll make sure to make up for that next time um please go back and check out our tiktoks we're starting to up a little bit more trying uh instagram's been a bit slow lately but we hope you guys go follow us and we like to hear from you so always send us your questions or things you want us to talk about and please leave us reviews that helps a lot too wherever you're listening and now to that hockey's right back now, there's gonna Another that hockey's back. There's going to be a lot of content for us to push. So much for us to talk about. Oh, so yeah. if you want us to talk about your team, you have to tell us that. So leave us a review, Ooh. five stars only. All we right. are all opinionated, so just let <laughs> us know. I'm sure we'll have an opinion on whatever you want us to talk about exactly. Or if you want a debate, I'm sure Kyle and Corey will butt heads at it. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Give us topics. <laughs> yes, <laughs> please. All right, we'll end it there. Have a good week, everybody. We'll see you back soon. 